And a very good Sunday morning to you. Hope we find you well. It's time for this week's Hashtag Hong Kong. This week with Hugo Chu, a member of Healing Parks. He tells us how urban parks can play a critical function that heals our city's climate. This summer has already been intolerable. But as climate change accelerates, can you imagine a hotter one? That's not all. Imagine other hazards induced by climate change. More storm surges and higher coastal waves for seaside developments like Hang Fa Chun. And a pessimistic forecast shows that by 2050, most coastal areas in Hong Kong, like Sham Shui Po and Kai Tak, will be flooded. All this means our homes are damaged, our health deteriorated, and our lives are potentially threatened. So, why should we care about climate change? Because it has a real and severe impact on our own lives. Then, what should we do? There are many answers, but one key concept is to be adaptive and resilient. It refers to how fast our cities adapt to changes like the gradual rise of sea level and prepare for catastrophic hazards like intense heat, floods and storm surges. One way to build our resilience is to utilize urban parks. Yes, we're talking about parks in the city, not country parks. Because of its unique position inside the city, it has four main benefits. First, it can reduce heat. The fact that it is an open space with large canopied trees and water features, such as fountains and ponds, it can offer shading, draws in cool air and reduces heat island effect. Second, the presence of trees and good ventilation also helps to clean air pollution. Third, it can prevent floods when there are water bodies, good soil and permeable flooring materials to temporarily store excessive rainwater. Finally, it restores habitats for migratory birds and many species and enhances biodiversity. Urban parks are not just spaces for leisure, interaction and sports. It also plays a critical climate function that heals our cities, climate and the people. That's why our group is called Healing Parks. But I bet you would disagree at this point and argue, well, what you have said sounds good on paper, but the reality is urban parks are really under par in Hong Kong. Going into a random park around the corner, Within five minutes, you're baking in the scorching heat with no wind comes to your aid. Only mosquitoes and biting midges are there to feed on you. Eventually, you throw in the towel head to the nearby mall with air conditioning. And you know what? According to our survey, the public agrees with you. Temperature, mosquito and insect, and park facilities are the top three reasons dissuading people from urban parks. But not everyone has a choice. Some people do not have the privilege to choose, and they can only rest in free parks. During one of our on-site visits, we found an off-duty janitor who was still in his uniform having lunch in Ipe Square Park with his rubbish collecting cart by his side. He said his boss forbade him to eat in a shopping mall, so he could only eat in the park, right under the scorching sun, with sweat dripping down his forehead every second. Imagine what would happen to these blue-collar workers when climate change intensifies. You may ask, why are parks so hot and uncomfortable? One main reason is that 
the government only sees parks as aesthetic landscapes or leisure spaces, but not as solutions to combat climate change and promote biodiversity. For example, in a leading document on addressing the city's climate change, the Hong Kong Climate Action Plan 2050, there is zero mention of urban parks as a possible remedy. In short, urban parks are not designed to enhance climate resilience, and we think this is very dangerous. Based on our research, a group found that Hong Kong does not have enough parks, and most of the existing ones are low in quality to protect us from hazards like heat and floods, especially in old built-up areas like that of Chun Wan, which are and will be most impacted by climate hazards. Parks have few trees, little shading, and poor ventilation, with little diversity in plants and animals. Who will suffer? Everyone, including non-park users. But particularly for those who have to go to free urban parks daily, like the elderly, subdivided unit residents, and park cleaners, their health is at a greater risk than the rest of us. So, what should we do? Our advocacy is simple: we want the government to take the lead in reimagining urban parks as climate solutions. We need to bridge this gap between ideal and reality. To put this into action, the government shall first initiate a citywide climate adaptation assessment to measure the impacts of climate hazards on Hong Kong's ecosystems, communities, and vulnerable users. Second, introduce climate mitigating and adaptive functions when maintaining existing urban parks and updating park design guidelines. And thirdly, formulate a cross-departmental working group to make urban parks more sustainable and resilient. If you also believe in our cause, join us to embrace this last opportunity to make our city more resilient to climate change. We owe it to our children. Our elderly and ourselves to create a future that is both sustainable and just. Follow us, Healing Parks, H E A L I N G P A R K S, on Instagram and LinkedIn. We will be stepping into phase two of our advocacy journey, which is public engagement. We will host activities in urban parks, such as walking tours, and to decide collectively which parks are. Have the potential to become more climate resilient and comfortable for all of us. You're welcome to join us. Lastly, I would like to dedicate this song, "Day Kao San Nikjer Hao Ya Dao Fa," by Ian Chan to Hong Kong people. Let us all do our part so our planet and all flowers on Earth have a future. Thank you. Tang po di ho ka zao ko. 